The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brains. Don't let us go to your head. Madura oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. How don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here with Ben and Anthony. Yeah. What's up? Coming yeah. off of uh, action-packed weekend. Hope you guys had a nice weekend. Uh, you know, had a little surprise party for Ben. You know, we knew about it for a while. We couldn't say nothing. Yeah, I was very surprised. How long did you know? Months. We knew before we got we got you the Lego set. And yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, it we, had to be weeks Jan- before that. January 2019, I think we. Did that. <laughs> yeah, it was like right away, pretty much. We had to lock that. We had to lock in that corner spot on that rooftop there. That was that was wow. really that was really really nice. Well, thank Sh- you guys shout out, out to you. Thanks for everybody that came. Um, and we are going to get there. There's a, a bit of that night that's going to spill into the talking snack bit for sure. Uh, and then uh, a couple other things. We'll put some people on blast, maybe, but. Um, Right out of the gate, you know, we got to start on a somber note. Unfortunately, uh, R.I.P. going out to Ed Asner. He was 91 years old. Passed away on Sunday, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I think it said. Well, the name doesn't ring a bell. He, uh, well, earliest fame was uh, Mary Tyler Moore Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the most recent thing for, for us. Oh, yeah, he was the voice of the, the dude in Up. The old guy? The old guy, yeah. And then uh, he was Santa Claus in Elf. Oh, okay. He's the dude who played Santa, yeah. I haven't seen Elf. Oh, well, yeah, I think, well, I, I, I don't know why I'm not surprised. You've only seen, like, one Christmas movie, right? Home Alone, maybe? Or? Maybe, yeah. I wouldn't the fact even that call to say that. Maybe. <laughs> the fact that it wasn't a resounding, No, I'm yes. saying, like, maybe that's the only oh, one yeah, I've seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've definitely seen Home Alone. We All know right, he's also seen the Mickey Mouse special of Christmas. Well, for sure. Yeah. Inspired the, the tree for many years. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, R.I.P. Friends and family of Ed Asner, we are thinking of you. T's and P's. Yep. T's um, and P's. And uh, anybody else need a, a shout out or got to put on notice or before we get into the talking? Well, uh, we we forgot to mention last week, uh, August twenty seventh was Katie's birthday. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I did wish her a happy birthday in person. I'll be that's what really counts. Yeah, that's the one that counts. Yeah, yeah. And well, Facebook counts too. I I wished her a happy birthday on there. Happy twenty well. second birthday, Katie. Oh, today. Well, the day we're recording this is uh, our our good friend Kate McNamara's birthday. Oh, all right, yeah. So happy, happy birthday, birthday birthday Kate. Kate. Happy birthday, Kate. Brand new mama. Mm-hmm. Um, Whoa, mama. <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing all the uh, the pictures with their little uh, Jackson, right? That's his yep. name. And the, the best one was uh, Pat's dad, Ed, because he grew up on this block. So I, I always called him Mr. Maplecrest. So then I, I commented on the post of them holding him. I was like, Grandpa Maplecrest. Wait, <laughs> he grew up on this block? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I down, know that. down the block, yeah. The chiropractor that I went to for a while used to hang out with Ed and like, you know, stop going because it, it was more of a hang and he yeah. was like, he wasn't adjusting me. Right. Like, yeah. So I was leaving there like, like worse. So I was like, you know what? I was thinking about going to a chiropractor. I, you know, when you go to a good one, you find a good one. It's definitely worth it. Um, I feel like it's, it's bunk though. You know, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's one of those things where you never find too many people in the middle. You either have the people that are like disciples of the practice or you have the ones that are just like it's like witchcraft it doesn't yeah. work i love a good crack though 
Yeah, you know, because there's the, there's the worry that like, because for me, I never really cracked my own neck, my like knuckles, never did that. Um, there was like kids I went to like like in elementary school or like junior high that they they were like showing you how, like every knuckle and every finger, and I'm just yeah. sitting there like, oh, you have yeah. problems later on. That's a myth, though. Um, yeah, yeah, I, you know, it's that was my phone, by the way, aka the Back to the Future circuitry. Um, <laughs> you think I would mute it for an important show like this? Jesus. Uh, and I just lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cracking nucks. Yeah, releasing subluxations. Not giving fucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I was worried that, like, you know, if I started it, then I would feel like I had to then, you know what I mean? Like, you then you need yeah. to get, like, yeah. adjusted, or then you start doing it more yourself. And that's not really the case. Um, and it does help. I, you know, I was doing it wrong, though, when I first started. I think I might have mentioned on the pod, like, I wasn't drinking water. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to drink a lot of water. I don't think you said on the podcast, but I know we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Because it can flush out all those toxins. Yeah, because everything stuff. that like they release, that's just toxins into your bloodstream now. And if you don't flush it out, like I like later that night, I always felt like I had the flu. I was like really achy and like just felt run down. Maybe that's why I'm a cranky bitch all the time, because I crack my knuckles all day and I don't drink yeah. enough water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just could, full of toxins. Could, could be. This, this WebMD got, over got here. Toxic, <laughs> toxic wrists. Dude, if I'm afraid to go to the chiropractor, because if that's the case, they crack me, I'm going to light up like a glow stick. Because <laughs> yeah. I am, there is some toxins in this body. Yeah. Just get those like stickers you put on your feet and then you wake up and they're like black. <laughs> oh, you yeah. Those, those? <laughs> I think that's a myth. Yeah, that's, I don't know. But I, I was just screaming that up your staircase. I was like, I think I need a chiropractor. My yeah. lower back from being a dad. Mm. from carrying the team i'm kidding lisa does all the work (laughs) um from just like leaning over my back is so fucked yeah yeah i mean it's you know if you if you do anything and any type of like repetitive motion i mean just like at a keyboard alone like you know what i mean although that's the only one that i didn't like uh this this one that i was going to here didn't do anything they he really focused on like the the neck the upper spine and and the lower spine. The other guy that I went to in like Santa Monica, um, I was going every week for like two years. Uh, that guy was really good, and I liked the whole process. You go in there, um, they you pl- still seeing him? Yeah, I got, yeah, I fly cross country <laughs> yeah. once once a week. Hell of a commute. Yeah, I well, thank God I don't have a a, a copay because yeah. the, the, then that would really start adding up. <laughs> the copay is the American Airlines. Yeah, yeah, like a two fifty a pop. No, if I'm lucky, shit. Yeah, for real, I was gonna say. Um. But yeah, so the, the whole, you know, and that's kind of what I like gauge any other chiropractor. Like, I feel like if you go to first time and they don't do an x-ray, I would probably leave because that's not a good, like, you're not going to feel, I mean, you feel stuff. What if they're really, like you said, using your words, a real disciple of the craft where they could just like kind of, you know. No, I mean, good ones feel can, your can feel everything. But, you, you know, if, if you had the ability to, to actually see it, like before you started working on, I feel like, it, you know, just in my opinion. I agree. That, that I would, that would be like, you know, a good, a good doctor to me so you, who would start at least with that. And then, and then you talk about what's bothering you and then, um, you get, uh, is the heated weight? Yeah. They do a heated weighted pad over your, you know, your back and, you know, covers your, like your neck, your back, lower back, everything top of the butt cheeks. And then leave that on for like 20 minutes. They come back in then they give you a, a massage, loosen everything up. And then the guy comes in and does the adjustments, but he would do everything. He would, he would do like, you know, legs and then like, he'd be like releasing stuff in my ankles. And it was like crazy too. He would like maneuver it. It's almost like he was like pulling everything like with the arms. He would like be like rotating it and do it like kind of doing all these things. And then he would literally just have two fingers on my wrist and would go. And, uh, and, and like, you would just hear all these like pops of, you know, the subluxations being released or whatever. And that one I didn't like, cause I felt like as a drummer, I'm like, 
I want to take care of my yeah. wrists, but like I feel like he was like messing them up a bit. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Easy it, with the merchandise. It's, you know, and it also, to, you know, and like the little kid in me, you know, I, I have trouble with people like going up by the neck. Like I always want to. Yeah, so, yeah. so the neck adjustments took me a minute to get used to that. Yeah. Um, but that's it, the scariest shit for me, though. Like you yeah. see the videos online where, where they, ha- like, yeah, they have, the, sh- they have yeah. the shotgun mic, like yeah. aimed yeah. at the girls, like T six or something. I always watch. I'm like, is this the one where they it goes wrong? But it doesn't. Well, that's been this week's talking crack. Yeah, talking <laughs> crack. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, so we're gonna go into plumbing next. <laughs> but no, uh, so yeah, just, so chiropractor. You know, if, if you get if you have a good doctor and you need to write me a referral. I need to find a good one. Um, oh, you're still looking. Yeah, too. yeah. I stopped going to that guy that was like around the corner because nice guy, but the secretary she really bothered me. And uh, yeah, and then like I said, I, I a couple of times like I also don't like when doctors don't look healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can I can feel it. Yeah, like it, not that a chiropractor's got to be like a you know the embodiment of like physical fitness, but still honest. You got I mean, got to keep up appearances. Yeah. But like, you know, cause one of the, one of the adjustments, which is my favorite one, it's like, you know, you're kind of on your side, you have like your knee. What would you do oh. if you walked in and your chiropractor had scoliosis? <laughs> <laughs> or is in a wheelchair? I'd yeah. ask him who he sees. <laughs> I do this all myself. Oh <laughs> uh, man. No. Oh yeah. So yeah, I guess you shouldn't crack your own neck. Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, Quasimodo. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, shout out chiropractors. Um, you know, like we mentioned at the top, we did celebrate. Uh, we've been celebrating Ben's birthday all, the entire month of I August. Know, this is honestly the most that's ever been celebrated. In my yeah, life. yeah. This is yeah. Four, <laughs> I think four episodes. This was yeah. a topic of discussion somewhere in there. And you know what? And it's gonna kick off our talking snack because we got some things we got to talk about. Let's go. Talking snacks. <laughs> Son of a. So uh, you know, we we went out uh, to the city few blocks away from Penn Station. It was uh, on top of the AC Hotel. Mm-hmm. Shout out Castell. I think, I think so. Castel, yeah, that's Castel, how you Castel would say rooftop. It. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice. Uh, had like the two, kind of had like two like sofa. I don't know. They weren't like closed off or yeah. anything, but we had yeah. the end of the terrace, which was nice. Um, the weather held out for us, thankfully, because uh, it was, dude, it was pouring when I was on the way to Frank's house. I was like, oh shit. Well, that, it didn't rain in the city at all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess. So just, we got lucky. Yeah, it's Long Island, but um but yeah, so it was open bar action. Uh, I drank more beers uh, that day into the night than probably like I have in the last like two, three years total. Yeah, I definitely uh, got a little shitty. Yeah. Yo, when you got that martini, I have a picture. To, I think oh, I still have the picture on my phone. Yeah. So Ben gets a martini. And, first one of my life. Yeah, first one. Trying to be a respectable, you know, 35-year-old in hedge funds and stuff like that. So you got, <laughs> you got what, extra dirty? or yeah. And then with the, uh, the olive with like blue cheese in it, Ugh. which honestly, and I, you know, I, I was talking about it that night. I don't, I'm not a big olive fan. Yeah. Not a big olive guy, if yeah. you will. Um, <laughs> the olive with the blue cheese uh, in it was probably the best part of the whole thing. Okay. I, you- I do like blue cheese, but the, uh, the martini itself. No good. Uh, I, I didn't hate it. It was vodka. Or you gin? did not. It was vodka. Kettle one. I that was like my. I went in with the kettle one because I know I like that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, there's that's my anchor for this whole thing. And, and you were, I think somebody was educating me on the martini, but extra dry it would be the vermouth yeah. being added. Yeah. Dirty is, is olive, olive juice. juice. Yeah. So you had it extra dirty. I th- honestly think I asked for a dry and dirty. So I probably just fucked the whole thing up, to be honest <laughs> with you. But, the person behind the bar is like, is he talking about a margarita? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a martini? And I didn't, 
I didn't hate it. I just, just didn't love it. Yeah, that's a drink though that needs to like start your night because after like a handful, because like what, what was yeah, I was you're getting, not doing like five martinis. You'd no, but even dead. even after like it, it, like you know because at the end of the you know then like you know some tequila shots are getting involved, yeah. you know, introduced and stuff like that. Good you know, times. it's like if you don't hit, hit that martini at Jump Street, man, you're in for a just a <laughs> horrible night. Because yeah. I was just like, what was getting me, and I'm like sober looking at this thing. It's just like the little crumbles of the cheese, yeah, like the blue cheese at the bottom of it, spilling off into the alcohol yeah. and like. Ah, not for me, yeah. dude. Eat their own. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but um, well, you watered the roof with the uh, with the martini. I a little did. Bit. I, I dumped half. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. That's like yeah. It's so it's kind of awkward you did to drink hate it because your did, face. I think no. I think you just poured one out for our buddy Ed. Yeah, yeah. Ed Asner, right. R.I.P. No, I mean, <sighs> would you order one again? Yes, but differently. As I say, differently. <laughs> yeah, I would get like a. I would either get it with gin and a twist, so I'm getting like little lemon action in yeah. there. Um, or just dry and not dirty. Yeah, dirty martinis. Because the whole point of it was was my thing. I guess like the past year or so is I drink so fast Mm -hmm. that I was like, let me get the martini since it's pretty much straight up alcohol, and this way, you know, I'm not drinking it quickly because I love the taste of it. Yeah, I definitely don't love the taste of that. Yeah, but yeah, I got uh, tastes like booty sweat. (laughs) Well, so there was, you know, uh, like I said, I did a real nice job setting that up. There's like an open bar with like wine and 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 beer and stuff like that. Um, I got, you know, I was gonna have some of the wine, but then I was like, uh, I saw that they offered beer too, so I got a summer ale. Think, uh, oh no, you got the summer ale too, or no? I got the oh no, me, me, me and Frank, yeah, me and Frank got the summer ale, and I have the Brooklyn summer ale in my fridge. So if it was any other beer, wait, so it was open bar. For a, a, a whatever period of time, yes. Yeah. Oh, really? If you order, I ran up like a two hundred dollar tab by myself. That's because you were drinking cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but it was it was those bottles of wine that were in the table, yeah, like yeah. in the buckets. And then uh, you had your choice of like Brooklyn Summer, Brooklyn Brooklyn Lager. Uh, I think there was like six points. It was of six points IPA. on there, yeah. And then one other beer that was included. Oh, all right, I didn't even know that. Yeah. It you're, was the, your you're the birthday boy. You got to drink the good stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. and I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I uh, found myself. But we got James you know, so... Bond taste on a open bar budget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we got the summer ales, and I uh, took a sip, and it was like a little sour, like it's sour tasting. You know, I was like, I don't know if that. You know, I, I have the beer in the fridge. That's the only reason why I had like a little, a little bit of like a benchmark. Like, well, it doesn't taste like the one I have at home, but it's like on tap. Maybe it's like I don't know. But something was off. I'm looking at Frank and like, I took a couple more sips and I'm like, watch this be, you know, like the first time I'm out like drinking in like years. And then I'm drinking like rancid beer from like a, a dirty keg line or something like that. So then the, the waiter comes back out and I was like, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't mean to be that guy, but I was like, this, this tastes kind of sour. And I was like, I don't know beer enough to know that maybe this, he's like, oh no, yeah, it's supposed to be a little, I'm like. Not, not. Yeah, but I was like, sour I have this beer at home, and and I was like, it's not this sour. And I was like, I would have had him taste my beer, but he's like, you know what? Let me go. I'll go check it out. And and that's the benefit of you know greasing him the first time around. So I gave yeah. him, I gave him a tip when I didn't have to. Um, and uh, he checked it out and he came back and he's like, he's like, yeah, it's it's not good. That's 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 too sour. <laughs> so thankfully we only had a couple of sips, but uh, you know, because when we get to later on in the night, I do want to bring up some other things. I was definitely proud of myself. I paced it out nice. Yeah. Um, so then I switched to just like the regular lager and that was fine. But I think I had like four or five on that roof before they pulled the plug. And, uh, you know, it was, it was to the point where I was in full control, but I was telling people I appreciated them, you know? So <laughs> it was gone always. 
was that? It was going always. Yeah, yeah. People I mean, were appreciating a lot. There was a lot of appreciation. Yeah, there was a lot of love and appreciation on that rooftop. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, did you have anything to eat? I know there was some like plates going around, but no, I didn't. I I saw like that. Uh, I think it was like sopressat or something oh, yeah, on the table. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. mad, mad greasy. I yeah. was like, you know what? There's a time right frame now. where soprasat's out on the table and then it starts sweating like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like sweating. when it's and, exposed to. And then open they had air. those like peppers that were like <laughs> mangled on top of it. <laughs> Trying to get Anthony to eat them, but you know, we, we put a hold on the spice till, yeah. till next week. We're gonna bring yeah. the spice back in a big way next week. Phil actually pointed at those peppers and he goes, "Those look like the type of peppers second place eats." Wow. <laughs> and I almost, say that guy. I almost rock bottomed him. Bottomed him. Rock bottom. Rock Yo, also shout out Phil. You know, he was he was getting he was getting. I think he I think the tally was up to ten before he he left for the night. You know, with the boops. Is that what it's called? Is that the yeah. official name of, uh, you know, for the people, for our listeners, boops is when somebody else points to your solar Schmucks. plexus and you look down like an idiot and then they <laughs> flick your nose piece. So he got 10 people. He tried to get me all night, but I, I was like, I'm not drunk enough, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he got me as soon as I walked in and he took advantage of the fact that I was like confused. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I walked in and I, this has like happened to me recently when I, when we went to Liverpool and we got to the stadium, I was like in my own world. Like yeah. I wasn't conversing with Frank and Brian. I yeah. was like, I don't know. I just like, was just overwhelmed by the whole thing. Yeah. And that was when I walked into the, you the probably surprise felt like, party. You probably felt like when Jewish people like take their birthright trip easy, to Israel. Easy. No, no, that's the, they do that. <laughs> we know, but you shouldn't say it. All right. <laughs> if I didn't have to scroll over two bays to get to the easy button, I would have. Um, but yeah, no, I walked in <laughs> and I like saw people's faces that I recognized. Yeah. But like it, nothing. But, but your brain's like, why are they here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing was adding up. Yeah. And then like, I feel like for the first half hour or so, I was just like on an adrenaline rush. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like talking to people, but not really understanding what was going on. There was a table that stayed just to see the surprise through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was another one. He, I walked in. He was like, "Oh, happy birthday or surprise or whatever." And I looked at him and I was like. <laughs> And I have that on video yeah. too. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, do I know this guy? Should I know this guy? Because started yelling "stranger danger" on the roof in New York City. Yeah. Every, at that point, you could convince me anything. Yeah. Of anything at that point. But the, yeah, that was a good time. So then, and then you know, there was another party coming in. We had that for a few hours. Then we went over to another rooftop bar. This is where things get a little hairy. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the name of that place, but Beer Authority. Beer and Authority. Beer Authority. You can suck my ass. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got there, we got there a little later than I think everybody else. Cause like when I, we got up there and like food was already like ordered, but I was also out in front smoking cigarettes, smoking a Jimmy Jamma. <laughs> um, so I had the crossfade nice. And this is jazz cigarettes. It was a jazz cigarette, um, out in front of the building. And you do that in New York now. Yeah. You could. Yeah. I mean, you smell, you know, definitely smelt it everywhere. Really? I would have, I mean, honestly, by the end of the I, I had greased up that waiter probably enough where if I was like, yo, can we fucking smoke right here? <laughs> yeah. You'd probably have been like, all right. <laughs> you could pretend you did, I didn't ask. Uh, yeah. So if somebody calls it out, you come over here, you, you fucking kick my ass out. But uh, no, no. So I had the crossfade going and I was feeling great. And if I, in my younger days, I would have just at that point would have like continued on the gas. <laughs> but, but eased up. But, but at 35, and like seven eighths, almost thirty six. I was like, you know what? I got to switch to water. Let me fucking let me ride this out a bit because it's it's and it's like the threshold is. It's a matter of like one beer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that one beer will like throw you into weekend you know, at Bernie's. Yeah, you never really understand 
why companies put drink drink response. I can't talk to them. <laughs> I'm not drunk. It's hard to say. <laughs> Drink responsibly. It doesn't mean anything until you've had some bad experiences. Yeah. So at it looks like both of you have embodied the like wisdom. I'm still getting there. Yeah. It I, takes I was, some time. I was proud of myself because to also to I'm proud of you. Also to, you know, social anxiety is real. You know, most people deal with that to some degree. And you know, when I'm when I'm in social settings and drinking, I I, I tend to drink quicker because i all three it's, of us it's, it's the joke like i don't know what to do with my hands and yeah. it's like i always have to have a beer in at least one hand and then while there's talking just keep sipping on the beer yeah, yeah. so but i you know i i did i you know i was pacing it out nice like i said had the crossfade then went in there and everybody was like you know everybody's ordering stuff and, drink, and i was like all right let me i saw a pitcher of water on the table i was like that's what i need started drinking water and just chilling and, and then like leveled off a bit then, bro, I hit like a second win. That's when I was like, yo, we need to go to a comedy club. I'm like <laughs> yeah. scrolling through my phone. Like, and I would have, because that, that, that's all you need. You Like, take a, a brief intermission. Maybe they have that shit at plays. You can't sit down and watch a play for four hours. They yeah. let out two hours. Yeah. That's exactly that, man. Just a couple, couple glasses of water. And then, dude, this is the, and this is where, I mean, we haven't really talked much snack, but this is, we were getting to this moment. So everybody's taking orders and stuff like that. It's a little like chaotic, but, you know, that's why, that's why we want them to suck our asses because, the, it, that type of place, yeah, they were you should be used to that. It's, and it's not even like we were rowdy. There was nobody in our group that was that guy or gal. You know what I mean? Everybody was, like, respectable. Yeah. Having a good time, but not... There's like, just a lot of us. Yeah, just a lot of us. But it's like, you see that as, as, as a waiter or waitress. It's like... Cha-ching. That's what I'm thinking. There's a, and again, there's a line where it's like, you see that the people trip in and that you can tell they're sloppy, a couple of woo girls, you know, whatever. You're like, ugh. Then yeah. maybe you're like... Then you're like... I'm, I need everything paid for up front. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to figure out the payments right now. Yeah. And whatever. And then, you know, and then you deal with it. But, like, we, nobody was disrespectful. They were fucking up left and right with the ordering. They, they were just dropping food on the table. I know. They it was just... probably for some, like, first of all, that, that place was, like, 10 levels. You know what I don't get, too? <laughs> like, when the waiters get, like, snippy at you for not knowing what everybody else ordered. Yeah. When they're like, uh, BLT? Yeah. And you're like, dude, I don't fucking know, but I, man. But I even, this table's 15 people long. Yeah. You're looking at me at the other end of it like I kept track. Like, didn't you write this down? I know. And, and then me, and I'm like, try, I, I'm seeing that happen. I'm trying to be as accommodating and helpful as I can. Yeah. So then, but you then know, and I'm the, I'm, I'm the smallest guy there. And then, like, you know, they would come at the top of the table with, like, a food item. They would be like, did somebody get the wrap? Yeah. Did anybody get the barbecue wrap? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody's turning around the place, but then sure enough, somebody comes up and claims it or whatever. But it's like, you know, uh, you know, ask right, you wrote the stuff down. Like, there's got to be by now, unless you're, I didn't see somebody attached to her hip, like training her. Yeah. Like, have a system. You have like three tables that you put together. I think they did break it down by table. But like, if you got to ask for names, you treat it like it's an eight year old birthday party. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, all right, what's Bill? Okay, Bill, you want the, uh, you want the grilled cheese? Okay. You had the chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Red shirt. Do whatever you got to do. But I was thankful of some of the fuckos because I, I didn't order any food. I didn't order any drinks there. And then I got a fucking like grilled chicken Caesar wrap. Just the food like, was actually pretty good. Yeah, just placed right. No, the food was. It was, it, was yeah. it was set down right in front of me. And there was already one that got delivered to the table that was claimed before that. This one was, I think, an extra that they just misheard or whatever. So I let it sit there for a bit. And I, I was like, is this anybody? And nobody was like claiming it. Went around the table again. And then I was looking at, uh, I think I was looking at I. I was like, is this is this like up for grabs? Cause I'll pay for it. I'm not yeah. going to not, you know, um, $40, uh, $40 wrap, but it was delicious. It was $40. I just gave $40 oh. towards the bill because 
And that's what I, I wanted to ask too. Were you guys cool with the bill that you guys got for that table? Oh it wasn't yeah, we like, actually, okay. it was actually pretty cheap. Because yeah, I think what happened was I think the bill that was on cousin Robbie's table, I think he got the brunt of it. That's why oh, I gave really? him the. That's why I gave him the forty, and I was like, listen, I didn't drink. I had a grilled chicken wrap. Here's forty dollars. I I know it wasn't fucking forty dollars, um, because his was like two twenty four. Oh, so shit. it was like over two hundred dollars, and there wasn't. I mean, there was how many people were there? Twelve, fifteen. 15 I think. Oh, it was fifteen. Okay, well, still. I mean, it's bar food. It's not That's like why each plate I'm was grateful you know. for my wife because she. But were other people kicking in to cousin Robbie? Yeah, well, I saw you know I saw him going around with, with people, and okay, it didn't look like he was getting. The, and then every, everybody's got cards. I made it a point to take out cash. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't. I knew because you know. That's always, that's always a problem. Debit yeah, cards yeah. to split. So hope, hopefully he didn't have to pay a hell of a lot. But I know Frank was like trying to figure out what to give him or like Venmo situation or something like okay, that. Okay, good. So okay. We got yeah. a three hundred dollar yeah, bill ourselves on your end of the table. Yeah. Damn. So Lisa was handling. Well, well, but did, yeah. Because there was a lot our, of bills flying around. I think Phil got his own, like maybe just for him and Katie. Yeah, I mean, what we got at the end of our table was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay. I yeah, mean, but damn, we now I'm finding it hard to believe that our table was responsible for like. Seven hundred, eight hundred. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. These wait, this waitress and like her fucking lackeys were just yeah. not on their game. They were lackeying. But yo, I again, the, the I gotta, food was good. I got to talk about the food. It was yeah, good. The, the food was dude, good. The Paloma. I had two or three Palomas up there. Mm-hmm. What's that? Delish. It's like a grapefruit uh, tequila. Gin drink. Oh, oh, oh! They did. Tequila. I was about to be like, yo, you might want to get that checked out. <laughs> yeah, the human Paloma virus. Yeah, uh, someone ordered calamari and the calamari was banging. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Was it was really good. Yeah, like I said, that rap was awesome. And and when, like I said, yeah, it's like the crossfade, just the amount of drunkness that, like, I would have eaten anything. But the fact that I had, I would have eaten disgusting things at that point, probably. You well, know? you know what I got when we left? What's that? We stopped at Taco Bell Cantina. That was, I was eyeing that oh, bitch when we all, I walked in. <laughs> yeah. Wait, didn't we all walk past that or were we separated? Yeah, it's by that? on the way. No, I remember we walked past it. I'm just saying when we left everything, were we all like, Dispersed at that point? Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys went towards Penn. We went towards oh, yeah, that's right. uh, yeah, Times oh, Square. You know, and uh, I doubt I doubt Shauna's listening, but maybe Frank will be like, yo, Shauna, they mentioned you on the podcast. Shauna uh, and I wanted to get McDonald's, but it took us like a half hour to say goodbye to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He said goodbye to us like 12 times, and, and I'm at one point I was like, all right, one foot in front of the other, left, right, <laughs> let's go. Because we were trying to make the 1201 train, and it's like if we missed that, it was going to be like the 1245. And I was like, yeah, if there's one thing that sucks, like at the end of the night coming down, then having to sit in Penn Station for yeah, an hour because yeah. you just missed the train. And we were trying to get McDonald's before we went in, um, even though we didn't need it. It's just something about McDonald's at the end of a, a night of drinking. It's yeah. like, I don't know. It's the salt and the grease or something that, I don't know. But Settles your stomach. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get to McDonald's, but we did make the train, thankfully. That's more important. That but we were talking about yeah. this when we were up there. Uh, would you rather have the worst chicken wing or the worst mozzarella stick? Oh, I think I caught like the tail end of this. I, you know, mozzarella. I don't stick. mean like the would, chicken is bad. You're gonna get like salmonella. salmonella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like maybe it's a little cold. Mm. It's like soggy. So I don't mind. I don't mind temperature. Soggy would be a factor. Um, but then again, I don't know what's really messing up a a, moth a mozzarella stick. stick. The only thing is it's like cold. The inside's cold. Yeah, or like it's that, or like that, the breading sucks. That temperature would be a factor, but I've eaten cold mozzarella sticks like a friggin' animal. So I'm, you would say worse. You would go worse. I, I would probably, I would probably go worse mozzarella stick any day because I feel like there's just more things that can make chicken. Be- like you, you could, 
you just get a piece of chicken, you like chewing on a fucking MCL or something, and it's like <laughs> real. Would you rather go? Would you say mozzarella stick too? Yeah, no doubt. Would you rather go worst chicken wing or worst calamari? Oh, chicken worst wing. chicken wing. Yeah, calamari is gonna be when like, you start messing with like when sea creatures aren't tasting good. Yeah. Um, I have want nothing to do with it. You definitely get, but see, my I mean, there is no bad chicken wing to me, really. I mean, I, I'll find something redeeming about it, but there's something about calamari. Even when it's bad for me, it's good. Oh, see, I can't, dude. I more often than not, I've had bad calamari rather than good, and I think that kind of makes calamari even better for me because. When you do have that when good it's, stuff, yeah, it's, when it's like, it's great. Since we mentioned uh, Calamari, I think it might be a good uh, opportunity to talk about the insignia. Some of those items that we ate there. Not we, Steve, because we didn't get invited. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So, Sick you know, invite, bro. So, uh, if you remember from right. last week, it was my dad's yeah. 70th birthday. We took him to Insignia Steakhouse in Smithtown, and for an appetizer, we got the fried Calamari, and I was trying to pull up exactly how they, like, prepare it, because it was, like, almost like, like an Asian vibe. Like, like an Asian zing? Yeah, man. It, it was, I, I don't know exactly what it was, what like was on there, like but it was... like a sweet chili. Yeah, it was something like, like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, it was, it was so good, man. The food that night was... I love when people are like, oh, it's Asian zing. What part of Asia? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Russia is in Asia. Yeah, technically, <laughs> isn't, it, yeah, technically, like, India is Asian, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all but of yours, that. Yours is probably more like a Thai. Maybe, yeah, like yeah. Thai, like, the, yeah. like, yeah, because it had, like, 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 a chili flake or, on there or something like that. Um, but, yeah, really, really good. Uh, it's like a the, North American hamburger. Mm. <laughs> the porterhouse for three, uh, which was delicious. Uh, me, my dad, and my brother had that. How many ounces was that? I don't know. It was, I feel it was like two of them that they brought when out. When I so. read porterhouse for three, I'm like, challenge accepted. I yeah, I, do just, I don't think I've ever seen like a, well, the, the I forget, like something in Porcelli's that like closed down in the city. It was like a staple, like. Steakhouse from like a long time ago. Me and my dad had a porterhouse for two there. That thing was massive. This one looked like smaller ones, but it, you know they had two of them that were cut up. Um, but it was cooked beautifully. Uh, we got uh, my mom had the Chilean sea bass, looked really good. Uh, and then we got cream spinach, grilled asparagus, uh, Brussels sprouts, and the black truffle oil or black black truffle lobster mac and cheese. Yeah, those are three staples. Of like any steakhouse, but I was lobster mac, Brussels sprouts, and the cream spinach. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But the lobster mac for me, you know, it was it was a little. That was the weakest part of the of the meal for me, because it was. That's a very like overpowering flavor. The black, the black, the, the black truffle. Yeah, and it was like. You know when you got that, and then and it was like charred a, a bit on the top. So, but like I guess the piece that I had, I was getting a little bit more of the burnt taste of the char. Not like anything that's like complimentary. So it was like that, the black truffle, then all the cream and, and, and the uh, the pasta. And it's like, but so by the time I got through all that, I was like, the lobster was just like there. texture. I didn't get yeah. like, you know, it was, I mean, it was good. It's not like it was bad, but I feel like lobster mac and cheese is just underwhelming in general because, yeah, because lobster it, it, doesn't have a overpowering taste. That, and you I don't really need want to, cheese on yeah, lobster. Yeah, that, yeah, you don't need to smother lobster. Like lobster, you just a little bit of butter on that. Yeah. That's you know, land and sea, yeah. not in its finest form. But a delicious Jeez. meal, a uh, good time had by all. Oh, oh, and then for the dessert, uh, we had a PB&J tart. It was a peanut butter mousse. Easy. <laughs> tart! Full-blown tart. <laughs> um, uh, it was a peanut butter mousse with, on like a cookie crust 
with uh, like a compote, uh, a black raspberry jam on there, yeah. and like uh, like a whipped cream, that and then like banging. something maybe like peanuts crumbled on top, something like that. Oh man, it was so good, I'll so good. That. Yeah, very very good. Um, what did uh, Chris say about the whole experience? Oh yeah, he, uh, he we all enjoyed as it. as a culinary expert. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was a nice experience. You know, we were laughing because. Uh, you know, the well, first of all, the wait staff there, that top notch. You know, I mean you got you yeah, gotta be to work around. at that place. And and you gotta be like real skilled in a lot of areas in that in that like in that restaurant world. You know what I mean? Like our, I'm sure our waitress was like a good bartender at some point in her life, or you know, or maybe they go through stuff because like, dude, almost everything I was telling you on Saturday, like everything that they talk about on the menu, she's like, she's like, Oh yeah, if you get that, I I bring it at the table side, I fillet that, and oh yeah, I could drum that up for you and I do that right at the table, and oh, I mix that and I prepare this, I fillet that, and, and then, like, dude, the table behind us, if they didn't have something brought to their table that was on fire, uh, smoking <laughs> on a bed of dry ice, or something that she had to build tableside, <laughs> I was like, it, it was like a show, and then they had their, like, all-star item on the menu was their, like, tomahawk, bone-in, 44-ounce mm. ribeye that you cut with a samurai sword. <laughs> that thing was wheeled out to, like, five tables, Jeez. and, like, everybody's, like, you know, they're taking the picture with the sword next to the meat. Wait, literally a samurai sword? Samurai sword, yeah. They have a samurai sword, not even, like, holstered. It's on a separate table they wheel out that's on the nice stand. Yeah. Bro, I heard this thing getting we go? drawn out of the case all night. It's like, I'm, I'm trying to eat, and, like, and, I'm like, <laughs> and then this kid, like, this one kid that was, like, next to our table, it was, like, him and his dad, I think, you know, he's taking it out. He's taking the picture. Like, so I hear the thing come out of the holster, and, and he's, like... Off to the my, you know what I mean? It's like I got to keep an eye on these guys. Like you trust everybody to handle this thing yeah, in, the, for real. in the restaurant? Be easy, like, dude. How cool would it be if they rolled out that samurai sword and then the person that like takes it out to cut it, like the staff, yeah, and then there's someone behind them actually like subbing or dubbing what they're saying, and they're just moving <laughs> their mouth. Yeah, I would. And it looks like a really cool like movie in the beginning. I was waiting for like Uma Thurman to come swooping in, grab that thing, and like have like Kill Bill three in that restaurant. <laughs> that would have been nice. I wonder if they. If it was folded steel or if it was a replica. Yeah, it was, it was a Hattori Hanzo. Yeah. Dude, you know how many times I've had a four hundred to $4,000 uh, katana in my cart online? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? Are we planning on meeting Randy Jackson? Is that why you were trying to get a sword? Or? No, I just want one. It's just, it's one of those things that I've always wanted. Yeah. But yeah. I want it to be, if I'm going to buy one, I want it to be made in front of me. And yeah. like done like, the the traditional way. Yeah, well, you got a kid now too, so you got you have to have like a room. No, that's and then like a weapons closet to keep that thing in or something. No, we're gonna teach him how to use it. <laughs> start him, start him young. Yeah, we'll start shaving people. <laughs> oh man, uh, so yeah, a lot of good food that night. A lot of good food for Ben's birthday. Uh, last little thing on this talking snack bin, we can move on. We got a lot of stuff we got to get through. Do you see the limited edition cinnamon toast crunch uh, flavored cookie dough that they just came out with? No. Sign me up. The, the article I was reading, I don't know if it's like, I think it's slowly getting out into stores now, but it, they said that it was just recently added to Instacart. And I guess apparently a lot of things go through that before they hit major like retailers or something like that. So we could be looking forward to that sometime soon. And I guess Pillsbury, Pillsbury uh, you know, like I said, I'm reading a, an article about cookie dough that, that lets you know how my weekend went after Betty's thing. <laughs> uh, but they like redid their whole cookie dough recipe now, and now they advertise that you could eat it raw. They didn't have to change shit. I eat that stuff raw all the time. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. But, but I mean, there's a lot of things you're not supposed yeah, to. Yeah. They just replace it with like you know plant based stuff. Yeah, plant based. Yeah, plant based adjacent. But I had the Pillsbury. They did the Oreo one, mm -hmm. and those are awesome. You know, uh, this Oreo cookie dough. 
yeah, Oreo. It's like it's almost like I wouldn't even say crushed up, but they like swirled the flavors of uh, Oreo into the cookies, and they're they're delicious. Yeah, all right. Well, nice. Um, yeah, hopefully that uh, I'll have to check out the stores for that soon because I need that. Uh, moving right along. Uh, the baby from the Nevermind album, uh, he's suing the band for child for, for child so pornography ridiculous. and damaging his life. Everybody's seen his penis, all this stuff, and it exploited him. And it's like he on the twenty fifth anniversary of the album, he like recreated the picture, you know, f- f- doing it for the gram. I think for the thirty year anniversary, did the same thing. So it's like, dude, come on, yeah. Yo, that's that's a that's a win. I mean, that's like an icebreaker. I would just walk around with that CD in my pocket. If I saw him, you know what I would say to him? Let me see your dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can suck my ass. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Get over yourself. I know. You're probably on one of the most like important album ever, and also been on so many T-shirts. Yeah. Oh, and then and, and those Go T-shirts. To are, yeah, they're coming back, man. Like everybody's got that T-shirt. Band, yeah. <laughs> come on. More people have it now than when the album was out. I wish Weird Al Yankovic would come out and be like, "Well, I'm not going to sue that." Remember when he did his like uh, <laughs> his? He should just go over there and beat the shout out Weird Al, man. Kid. Yeah. I, I had uh, a couple of cassette tapes of Weird Al. First concert I ever went to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where at? Uh, the Woodbury. Oh, nice. We're going to the concert uh, tomorrow, right? Yeah. Bo- little Bald Hill action. Little 311 action. Oh, yep. Uh, they got that guy with the nickname, plays the bass, I think his name is Peanut Butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who else is going to be at that show? Uh, Jimmy. What about like famous bands that are going to be at that show? Uh, just 311? I think so. Iration, That I wasn't think? like a joke towards 311. I meant like who else no, is going to be I don't know. There? Probably probably some opener. Yeah, but... two, the two other bands. Iration and somebody else, I think. Um, you know, something that's uh, weed friendly, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Cottonmouth Kings, one of those. <laughs> uh, no, that'd be, you know, looking forward to that. It's been a while since we've seen those guys. Um, what else we got? I, I put that on there, not because I wanted to talk about it, although finding out what the hell that meant was... Also, let me know how old I was, but Nahi tweaking. That was like a big thing. <laughs> I know what that means, but. Oh, but did you hear I the whole story like, around no. that? No. Apparently, uh, Tony Hawk came out with, uh, well, just to give a little bit more context, Lil Nas X, when he, he came out with a, a Nike shoe that had like his blood on it. Yeah. And apparently everybody went crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And like, you know, I don't know. It was Obviously, like, they didn't cancel him, but it was like everybody was talking about it because we got nothing better to do than to talk about some dude who bled on his sneakers. Yeah. So then Tony Hawk now released uh, a limited batch of skateboards that have his blood on it or something like that. And there was like a, a Twitter post about it, you know, where it's like, oh, Tony Hawk selling limited edition boards infused with his blood. He must be, uh, he must be something or whatever. And then Lil Nas X commented, nah, he tweaking. And that blew up, man. That like... <laughs> Broke the internet, I guess, and every comment section of everything is just Nahi tweaking. So I only put that on there because I was like, maybe we'll name the episode Nahi tweaking. <laughs> and now that we talked about it a little bit, now we can make yeah. it Nahi tweaking. Nahi tweaking. Um, maybe it'll be a cross between Nahi tweaking and like something with Jake Paul or Tyron Woodley or what in the actual heck is going on? Yeah, I, I don't know. Blood but, but, on stuff. Well, the skateboard. That's. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know where the blood is. I don't know if it's like a, a design that they like paint with his blood. I don't know what the hell. I just I just saw the Nahi tweaking. I saw that it was this big thing on the internet. 
and then like a, an old man had to like research just to find out why people are commenting this on like everything that well, it doesn't even have to do with that. If it's his now real tweaking, yeah, now, now I'm tweaking exactly, yeah. <laughs> if so. it's his real blood, I'm glad he only did the small batch. I know, yeah, because I can't give anymore. Yeah, if it was if it was more than 25, I'd, I'd be googling is Tony Hawk alive. <laughs> um, nah, he's tweaking. <laughs> yeah, he's just tweaking. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. You know, sorry for mentioning that and wasting everybody's time, but uh, also. Uh, Netflix announced uh, season five for Cobra Kai uh, ahead of uh, season four premiering this December. Looking forward to that. Um, did you guys watch, watch that show or no? I need to watch it. Yeah, that was a good one. I want to rewatch The Karate Kid first. Yeah, those are, those, are, yo, those are fun to watch after. Oh, afterwards? Yeah, well, I mean, if you, if you want to have it fresh, you don't necessarily need it fresh because they do flash back to a lot of scenes from like the first movie. Uh, but if you, were to wa- if you were to just watch the whole first season... You'd, you'd watch Karate Kid being like, yo, fuck you, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel-san, Mr. LaRusso, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm Team Johnny. <laughs> For real, man. Like, uh, I and heard, the, and the so way, Ralph like, Macchio's the bad guy in this? Yeah. Good. He, he is, a yeah. fucking douche in real he, life. He, uh, yeah, because basically the, the tables have turned now in the show. You know, Johnny is kind of like down and out. You know, after, after that famous crane kick heard mm-hmm. around the world, a bit controversial, though. Because they said you could do whatever you want. You just can't make, like, I think, I think the only rule during that competition in the movies, like, you can't make, can't hit anybody in the face or something like that. <laughs> and he did a snap kick to his friggin' temple. Um, no but, touching of the hair. And, that, and that's, that's, a, that's like a theme throughout. Like, Johnny's like, he, he, he takes the stance that he's like, yeah, well, the kick was illegal, so. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so Johnny's kind of like down and out. You know, uh, Daniel-san's life just like, you know, he got launched into the stratosphere after that. He's, he's like the the valley's like golden child so he has like a bunch of like car, car dealership yeah right he has a bunch of like car dealerships and uh so he's like very successful mansion beautiful wife all, and then johnny's like got fired from his like construction gig and he's like he, heavy drinker rundown apartment um and then he meets uh the other like the 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 lead the, the, of the kids you know he's getting like bullied and stuff like that and he kind of like takes care of him or whatever and then the kids like yo you got to teach me that and it's that relationship where he doesn't want to but the kids like enamored by him he's like oh man please please and he's like following him around then he gets into like teaching him and then slowly op- you know opens up a dojo and then like but op- opens it up and it's cobra kai obviously yeah and once the dojo opens and starts getting some like traction or whatever and larusso hears about it he just like reverts back to like high school days and thinking that Cobra Kai can't be in the Valley anymore. So, so it definitely is a little bit of Daniel being like it, the roles reverse where he's the bully, but the way they, uh, the way they kind of show it to you, um, it, it's like, you know, it's obviously from Johnny's perspective, but like all of that. So when Johnny recants stories, like he, th- he they flash back to the way he saw it. Mm. And then when you watch it, cause like there's one scene in particular where, you know, uh, well, you, you haven't seen it. No. Well, so, I mean, I'm like, I know in broad Yeah, so, so there's a scene early on, you know, because Daniel is into Johnny's ex, ex-girlfriend. They were on, like, a break or whatever. But they're all at the beach, and they're, like, you know. And uh, the way Dan, uh, Daniel will describe it is that, like, you know, because Johnny kicked his ass on the beach. But Daniel started it, you know. And, you know, he instigated it because he was talking to the girl. He was, you know, jealous or whatever. And then forget whatever, you know, and then they'll show just the part where it really looks like. Daniel is the bully, and, yeah. and but the whole time you're watching it, you're like, "Yo, man, screw this guy!" Yeah. Uh, what the hell did Pat Morita ever see in his ass? <laughs> is that his last name, Pat? Oh, Pat Morita? No, 
I don't remember. I don't know. Mr. Miyagi, shout out. R.I.P. My bad. My bad, Mr. Miyagi. Wax on. Wax off. Uh, but yeah, great show. I'm looking forward to that coming back. Um, what else we got? We had the, uh, well, I didn't see the second episode, but they, we had the, the premiere of Walking Dead. Yeah, first episode. Did you see any of that, Benny, or no? Care to watch it? No, or? I'm out. Yeah. Um, For those reasons. You know, well, Ma- <laughs> you know, Maggie's back in full force, you know, so the first episode um, catches wow, back up so with her. so her movie career didn't take off? Well, yeah, dude, and that's why I'm not, I, right? yo, I don't like Maggie. She left Walking Dead to do the TV show. The TV show didn't even finish a full season, it I don't think. Est a. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it really, dude, it was that's really what, bad. When people do that, like, you have this golden cow, or this golden goose, I should say. Yeah, man. Like, this cash cow. Dude, like, Napoleon Dynamite didn't want to do, like, Napoleon Dynamite too. Like, dude. Yeah. And now, yeah. You fucked up. Yeah. Because they would have made 15 Napoleon Dynamites, <laughs> and you would have been raking in money. And now you're in Blades of Glory, and then that was it. Yeah, there, I, there was another movie. That I think movie was more like a, it was. a serious type of uh, thing, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe with something like that, that's like a heavy on like the character acting. Like maybe you know, dude. I, I, I personally, you're would, in Hollywood. That shit goes away in a second. Yeah, milk it milk for it, everything. Yeah. It's no, worth. yeah, I mean, but with something like that, it's like you know, the show was so good, and the cast made it good, and and everybody, you know, everybody had you know, and 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 Maggie's role and stuff like that, and. And uh, yeah, she walked away to do something else. It didn't work out. And then she like comes back with a tail between her legs and then gets like this huge role. So I feel for Negan. I'm team Negan. All day. You know, if Rick's not there and Glenn's not there, I mean, it's, it's Daryl and Negan. That, those are the only two left. Yeah. I am all on, but you know, Daryl and Negan can team up and kill Carol and I'll still be team Daryl and Negan. <sighs> the fact that Carol's still around is. <sighs> yeah. She's getting on my nerves off. a little bit, but uh, ultimately. Like the beginning of the episode, you're like, oh, is it going to. Is it going to happen? And you're like, oh, yeah, they can't kill her yet. Yeah. Well, it was kind of left off on, uh, you know, it was left off on a cliffhanger, you know. Well, yes. O- almost literally. Li- almost literally, yeah. But, <laughs> but she fell. Otherwise, she would still be hanging. Yeah. Um, no, so, you know, Maggie leads this, like, expedition. Movie? Cliffhanger? Yeah. Of course it did. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone? I'll never forget the opening scene of that movie. With, they're on the rope or whatever, and he's, like, holding his girlfriend. Oh, okay. And she, like, falls. Yeah, his- yeah, yeah. The most like '90s like horrible. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. CGI. It's also the same like uh, in uh, Ace Ventura Two when Nature Calls when he loses the raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Where are we going now? Oh, oh but uh, yeah. So they they lead this like expedition to go to the old uh, community that Maggie lived on or whatever to get to try and get some supplies, and they find themselves in like a train like a train station, like, on, like following tracks, but then they get to like, it's basically like a, a, uh, a body dump. There's like all these dead bodies in like plastic bags. And then, but they're like, they're alive in there, you know, when they're trying to walk through So they're like killing all of them. Like it's this big thing. All these like zombies are coming or walkers, whatever. And, uh, they're like trying to climb on top of the train. And the whole while, like Negan is saying, he's like, I don't think this is a good idea guys. Like, you know, and, and he's like the voice, like the sound mind. Maggie's just like tunnel vision. People are starting to like kind of, you know, like I think, yeah, I think Negan's right. Like maybe we should, cause he's like, we, you know, we shouldn't be down here. Those sounds, that's like a storm. This thing, you could see the line, it's going to flood. Like, so he's like actively looking and being aware of things. And then like, but Maggie's being, just being a bitch, you know? And, uh, so they, they like carry on. And then like one of the guys that Negan kind of saved. Yeah. He like took the gear and like left. Um, and then they start blaming Negan and, and you can tell Negan's just like, yeah, fuck this. And then, so they're climbing on the train 
and Maggie's Wait, the, before that. Sorry to okay, yeah, I'm just trying to get through it quick. No, I know, but like the whole thing was set up because Negan's like, I don't think she's actually doing it to actually save the community. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think she's doing it to bring me on a one way ticket to my yeah. death. Yeah. Because she has a personal vendetta and the oh, it's not like that. Yeah. After they were all bumping into him before, like yeah. giving him side eye. Those and those were all Maggie's people too. Those weren't the people because he's helped the Alexandria community. Right. You know. In my opinion, he redeemed himself. You know, he had his his arc and and he, you know, did the dirty work, took care of uh what's her face? The the mother Alpha, mm-hmm. you know, of the uh the whispers or whatever. So he 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 did his he did his time. I feel like he was rehabilitated. And uh, so then they're like climbing up on top of the train to get out of the, you know, out of, out of the way of the walkers or whatever. And uh, he's up on top and, and Maggie's like hanging on and he and he hears her like yelling because she's like slipping. So he like comes to the edge and he's just like looking at her. And then and he then he just turns away. Right? He turns away. And then she falls. So we don't nice. know. Obviously, she's not going to die, you no. know, but then you see the scenes from next week. Everybody's pissed at Negan. You know, he's like, oh, did you let her fall? <laughs> you know, and then it's like, catch me. Um, <laughs> so. Shout out Negan, doing the Lord's work. Uh, hold on a second. Maggie, you know, I'm not going to speak for the entire podcast, but... You can suck my ass. Yeah. So The Walking Dead, we had a couple episodes of What If. I, I didn't miss... I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the most recent one. Um, so I'm only on... Um, I have to watch episode three. I think you as well, right? No, I saw three. Three is... Oh, you did see three. Did I you think see? three I think the, it, this was the best one so far. I agree. It, it, was, it was Tony Stark and... Uh, it was... I almost said Nicolas Cage again. Again, yeah. <laughs> and I'm forgetting the guy that you said again. Nick Fury. Nick, Nick Fury, Fury, yeah, Thank yeah. you. Uh, it was good. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was... It was awesome. It, it's hard to, like, take it seriously. Not seriously, but, like, to get, like, really into it. Yeah. Because you know it's not, you know, it is, like, what if. Yeah. I know it's the whole thing of, like, yeah, well, technically this is... All this stuff did happen because of the, mer- the multiverse, but, yeah. like... And know, they are saying there's, it's, it's not. Yeah, but it's not, like, anchored to anything. It's not going to affect sure, anything. Yeah, yeah. But there was a great line with the uh, when they were looking at Thor's hammer, and you're like, yeah, Steve can't even pick yeah, it up, Steve. and he goes to CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about you. Nice, nice. But it was good. It yeah. was good. Do you Not know yet. like the premise of it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, of the third episode. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, yeah, it like oh. what, what, ha- what would happen if uh, all the Avengers died? Oh wow. I'm not. Yeah, that's not like the perfect way for me to say it without, but it's just without spoiling. Yeah, yeah. Like what? What is happening? Dude, I, I really enjoyed uh, in the second episode, um, you know, with uh, T'Challa being uh, Star Lord, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, Ronan's like right hand guy, like he he got like absorbed onto the team. Yeah, yeah. got to see more of his like personality, which I Thanos. thought was great. Yeah, and Thanos, man. Pushing uh, his, that, he's like it's like genocide, and not really genocide. But that was you know, but that's so funny. It's like it just it was just a, a, com, a, a conversation <laughs> between T'Challa and Thanos, and he like talked him out of it, but still kind of thinks that it would have been the right move, and, yeah, and that's yeah. they're still joking about that. And uh, uh, there was one scene where I think Thanos is going to take care of some business or whatever, and he's like, "What are you crazy?" So, and then he turns around, like, "Oh man." man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it was really good. I, I gotta. I, gotta I watch love the that they episode. have everyone reprise their their respected characters. Yeah, too. you know, I'm gonna blame I'm gonna blame uh, not being fully prepared for today's episode on Ben's surprise party. All right, I mean, there's, there's there's nothing, there's no way around it. I mean, my Saturday, I would have been researching, watching, writing. Well, that's it. the The whole premise to get me there was it was Aya's aunt was in town. Yeah. So the whole thing was we're gonna go have a drink. They're going to a show. 
then we'll get uh, Los Tacos and go home. So I was like, all right, nice. nice. <laughs> you said Los Tacos. Yeah, yeah, I was like, go out for a couple drinks, get some tacos, go yeah. home, do yeah. whatever I want. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it sucked up the whole Saturday. I know, but it was, it was, it was a good time. Suck. No, it was a great time. It, yeah, it was a really, really nice time. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, so yeah, I got I to gotta catch up on some stuff for sure. But you know what I did watch? I shelled out $60 bills for the fight last night. If you don't know what fight I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley fight uh, on Showtime last night. And it was actually pretty good. I mean, I watched all the, uh, I watched all the matches. Um, I thought that uh, Amanda Serrano and, uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce her first name, uh, but the other girl was uh, Mercado. Uh, yeah, Serrano was from Brooklyn. Yeah. And those are real. That was boxers. that was yeah that was that was the best fight of the night because uh, it opened up with Tyson Fury's br- younger brother against some guy Nick. Who- Nick <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Nick no Fury. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> For a second, I was like, wait, I think his name was Nick. Damn, how did I how did I not see that last night? No, nah, I think it was like Thomas Fury. I think, uh, but it was him against another like UFC guy turned boxer. That one was sloppy. And they were saying they had a lot of, a lot to say about the Fury guy. I'm like, yo, for the size that that dude is, he should have fucking punched him over the ropes. So I didn't watch any of the other fights. I was just watching the the Ma- companion, yeah, the yeah, 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 from Brandon Schaub's podcast, which was hilarious. But um, I heard Portnoy was commentating. He Ugh. well, yeah, they had because it was spon- it was it was sponsored by Barstool Sportsbook. That was like one of the sponsors. So they had a booth. Him and one of the other podcast guys, like yeah. the, the older guy. Um, they were, ju- it would just cut to them. They, I mean, unless they had, if, unless they had a feed where you were getting the commentary from those guys, but the only time that they cut to those two is when before each fight, uh, they were just talking about the odds, like the betting odds for each mm-hmm. match and, and what their bets were. I was laughing because by the fourth match, they were both out. they, well, total, I think both of them, they were out 45 grand by the oh, fourth, boy. by the fourth fight. I was like, yo, is that why they took their blazers off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the end, the, by the, by the last fight, they had like the jackets off. The ties were dead, like the sleeves rolled. They, you know, I think they purposely the the one guy like mashed his hair up <laughs> on the side. Like, yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, damn, if I lost forty five thousand dollars by only the fourth fight, I mean, well, you to, know, you you know, you're at a level financially where you could still recover. Like, well, yeah, and just to be able to like joke and like, I, I'd be fucking, I'd be like cuffing glue in the parking lot or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but, you know, up until uh, when it got to that, well, the heavyweights, that guy, I mean, that dude was like 6'9", like 400 pounds. Like, those are some big boys throwing hands. And uh, I think that, yeah, that dude won by technical knockout, knocked him down three times in the first round. Yeah, and I, the rule for them is three knockouts, uh, three knockdowns rule. Yeah, yeah. So if you get knocked down three times, it's over. Yeah. And isn't it like that all the time? Isn't that what a TKO is when you get knocked down three times? No. Oh, uh, it has to be three times in one round. I think it's just when the ref calls the No, fight. the ref, it's up to the discretion. I think traditional boxing is up to the discretion. Yeah. Like, because that's so, what, that's what a, a TKO is. You've been knocked down the allotted amount of times. It doesn't matter if you get back up, like you're done. TKO, a KO is just getting fucking knocked TKO out. TKO is technical knockout, which means it is the fight was stopped either from a doctor Oh yeah, so the referee. Okay, so in traditional boxing, you can get knocked down, and you get a ten count. Mm. And if you stand up and you're still wobbly, dude, the ref can call it and so my, say, "That's my favorite is part." It. They added a little bit to that because when you stand up, he asks you if you're good. Then you have your hands out. Are you good? Then he backs up like two, three steps to walk to me. Every time, every fighter that got knocked down and had to get that that walk to me, the two steps that they took towards this ref was like wobbly, jello leg, and like. 
that ruined everything else. They seemed fine because they're like, I want to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, walk to me. And they look like a toddler, like trying to like learn for the first time. Dude, it's, like, well, when you get hit like that and not, you're basically getting concussed. Oh, yeah. And no, then I've... you're trying to get, then you're going to get punched in the head again. Yeah. So it's, that's why the referees, and that's why like I appreciate the UFC and what they do to protect their fighters is that they they can call it whenever they want. Yeah. And it gets controversial because they're like, oh, I don't know if you should have stopped the fight. But yeah, that's not what we're talking about. But that fight, Paul yeah, versus so, Woodley. Oh, but real quick, just I just the, oh, just sorry. the last thing about the women, because in my opinion, besides Paul and Woodley, which I thought was a really good fight, the women, I mean, the guys could learn a lesson because, and I don't know, they would just they would, I mean, all the moves just looked better, and 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 they didn't like grapple. I think out of the eight, it went the distance. I think yeah, I think it went the eight rounds or whatever. Maybe they tied up twice. Mm-hmm. every every fight it's like as soon as somebody even like makes contact they're like hugging the other guy and it's like i get that's part of it and you're like you know you're you're killing time because maybe you did get like not or that, you, you know. need to catch a breath i get that but the women man they would just fucking well, they're definitely in better condition than yeah. these guys those two that fought aren't boxers yeah but i will say that so so then moving on to the main card talking about professional jake paul and tyron woodley it it, it did go the distance it went it went eight rounds uh, you know, going in, you think that, well, first of all, I watched a lot of the promo leading up to the fight, and I gotta say, that's what, like, sold me on watching the fight, because all the stuff that, like, Jake Paul and Tyron sat down to do, whether it was together, with, like, Showtime being, like, uh, the mediator, or if it was on a podcast, like, last week you guys came over and I had the, uh, Tyron Woodley on, uh, Jeremy Piven's podcast, that was a good interview, um, I don't. I, I wait. Mean, I Woodley knew, was on there. I thought we on, were watching. That was Masvidal was the week before. Gotcha. Um, and uh, I thought that yeah, I thought that was a good interview. And uh, I, I didn't really know. I knew of Tyron Woodley, but I you know, I wasn't always like the the biggest UFC fan. You know, watching like every fight. So, but I I know that he's like, you know, a Hall of Famer in the sport. And, yeah. Um, so just out of the gate, you know, I didn't. I thought he was going to look like a UFC fighter, and he kind of did when he he would he stayed like kind of crouched and low, uh, and like yeah, like squared up. But as as it went on, I feel like that might have been more nerves, and he's probably just like, I do this all the time. Let me just do what I know. So that's why I think he was looking a little bit more UFC style in the beginning. But he started. I think they both started to, you know, get better as it went on. I mean, except for I mean, Jake definitely looked gassed. He's never been past the a second or first round really. So I think it started going more Tyron's way and. The way I had it scored, it wasn't like that off from what the judges had, but I don't know. I think I think Tyron probably no Jake, Jake, Paul Jake won. won the he fight. he won for sure just out of landing more punches. There was a lot of times where Tyron had an opening and he would like rush in, but he would like rush in to like tie up, and you would see like he would lead almost with the hand, and then it's like he got too close. He knew he couldn't throw the punch or something, so then he just like grabbed him. I mean, it's a good. It's a good strategy because he's got reach on him. Yeah. And then when you come in that close, you know, you're with the reach, you're in shot of a jab, a right, a hook, an uppercut, which you saw a couple, yeah. couple times Jake was hit, hitting him too. Yeah. Yeah. But just, but I mean, be, say what you're saying. I, I only want to back up. Sorry. This is a little bit all over the place. Just getting excited. No, uh, but I, I do want to start with the entrances and the ring attire because that, that's, that, you know, something needs to be said. So when, when Tyron walked out, you know, he's 39 years old. This is his boxing debut. Obviously, we know his resume in UFC. Uh, he walked out. He's, so he's trying to do a few things now. He's, he's got a, a, a new rap career on the horizon. He's, mm-hmm. he's dabbling in stand-up comedy. 
and he wants to be a boxer. So he came out. This is a good business move, but it, it was just, it, it was a good business move. And, and, and on the other side of the coin, it was probably not because then it, you're allowing people to hear how terrible it is. He came out with his, I guess, his guy on his, on his uh, album, o, OT Genesis. And, they were si- and he was singing their new single that the video just dropped for called Let's Go Big. And I was like, yo, this is not good. And, and I can't, like, just the style of the rapping wasn't doing it for me. I was like, man. But then I was like, I had remembered the name of the song that he put out because on the podcast he was, like, promoting or whatever. And, and that's the only thing I could make out from the guys. Like, Let's go big. Let's go big. <laughs> so, you know, it took, like, 15 minutes for him to walk to the ring. Oh, yo, also a steep ramp they had to walk down. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody ate it coming down that thing. There, on um, Shab's podcast, they were talking about, like, those stadiums. Yeah. Are are literally like hockey arenas because those are like the seating, yeah, like capacity that they usually get twenty thousand, yeah. So like it, especially in hockey arenas, they're very, they're pretty steep because yeah. you try to squeeze it all into one space. So, oh yeah, yeah. You definitely saw, and it, it was wasn't steep. even like stairs. It was like it was like a glossy yeah. like. So if there's like so like a drop of sweat on there, like you're done. You know, you just fucking and Too that bad you know shaked and but anyway, yeah. so. Uh, and then I was laughing, uh, you know, Ty- Tyron Woodley, he had, he had a mid-thigh short. Love that. Sponsored by Dude Wipes. Nice. They couldn't have placed their name in a better place. White, pink, and... Yeah, white, pink, and like a lavender? light blue. Light blue. Oh. Uh, and then across the ass just said Dude Wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Good place to advertise. Uh, and then Jake Paul, his shorts are pretty sick. They, they were dope. The they, they, they were like the orange belt. glass glitter, and the, the waist had his name scrolling around it. In LED in lights. In LED lights. And then on the bottom, too, it was scrolling. Yeah, fuck that kid. Uh, but, dude, he's, he's just, you gotta respect, I used to hate The Miz so much, but you get to a point where you gotta respect the heel, man. He's good at being the heel. And to that, and that's where we, we're gonna get into my full, this is my overarching feeling about the whole thing. Yep. I don't, I don't respect him as a person. But as a, a entertainer and person who's doing a revolutionary thing to a sport that you can say was dead yeah. and buried, uh, bringing it back to light, and then making us who shifted from watching boxing to UFC and other other martial arts or yeah. other like combat sports, you realize like how boxing's not the most fun sport to watch because no. a lot of people even if you don't have especially a lot when of they're knowledge, hugging for eight rounds yeah you want to see people that's why i mean with ufc becoming as popular as it did it's almost like boxing can't ever get to that point again unless you got like exciting heavyweights or people like a jake paul that you know it's like but even now like how many more fights can he do right that you're gonna be like oh wow i'm gonna pay 60 bucks for every single yeah. pay-per-view the only reason why you're doing that is I, because yeah. you want it. I know I'm doing yeah, you it. So see see, I want to see him lose. Yeah. I want him to get shut up. Yeah. But I don't want to take anything away from him because I, I can't believe I'm using his name and seriously in the same sentence, but he takes his training seriously and he it does. shows. Yeah. Technic for the, the flawed way that boxing scored and the way that you can win. Yeah. He is capitalizing on it. He yeah. just needs to survive the whole match duration, and you can win the match. Not, I'm not saying it's easy by any means, but he definitely has a great trainer. He has the work ethic, and does he have the mouth for it? Yeah. Because he is doing what Conor McGregor did, 
and what a lot sure. of great like combat sports people they hyped up the fight they get in the person's head yeah and, and then and that's and that's the that's the appeal of it all at least for me and and you know for many that's others that's why you spent like, the money that's why i spent the money but also too it you know i understand that he's just playing that part and he's really playing that up probably too much so but underneath all that he does care he takes it seriously he does and he's doing a lot uh, not only for the sport of boxing, but also like making sure that people get paid what they should be getting paid. Because a lot of fighters don't make jack shit. Brendan Schaub even mentioned on on uh, I think the podcast that he did with with Flagrant, saying like he 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 won like the main belt that like you know he he won the main he was the title fight and he won it and he walked away after he paid everybody he walked away with like six grand and and it was like the major fight it was a pay per view thing like it was this huge thing and it's like. Jake Paul's making it a point to like really make sure people get paid. The promotions that he's doing, obviously, you're drawing up a lot of interest and a lot of people are buying the pay-per-views, so there's more to go around. But everybody on that card made a career-high payday in their entire careers. That was the highest they got paid was last night. So I do respect that he's like trying to take care of these people. I would appreciate him taking more serious fights because it's like you, you see all these packages you know, on and on before the fight actually happened, and you hear the same thread like throughout the whole thing. I just want to be taken seriously as a boxer. Then, then fight boxers, dude. Ben Askren came off a hip replacement surgery. Uh, an ex basketball player. Not, you know, they're athletic, but it's like once upon a time they were. And 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 depending on which fight you look at, some are dude, more removed from Woodley, their. Woodley should have been the real test. Yeah, but, but Mayweather would have knocked him out if he really tried. I don't care. Oh, oh you're talking about Leo Logan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah well, but yeah, see, but. Jake's uh, Logan's a big dude. He was way bigger than Mayweather, and Mayweather was never known for the knockout power. He's just but like still, he would have, he could have. He won did, it. he did damage. Yeah. I just think you know the the weight and height difference and everything that Logan if he had. Really on him probably, went after him and exposed all of his weaknesses. Yeah, he would have knocked him out. But that's a Floyd Mayweather in a different mindset of and also I'm too here in it, to get paid. That's yeah, it. And, and also he in his prime, you talking had about money. Like he was getting paid already, yeah. so he was just like, all I have to yeah. do is not look like a bitch yeah. in the yeah. ring with this nobody but i don't know man it's it was it was an entertaining fight and, and then give you know, respect to where it's no, respect due. respect to both guys but and, he and, just says the wrong yeah. shit well, I, honestly for me too I, I was team jake i mean i wanted woodley to win I, but i i did respect jake at that point it wasn't until the end of the fight and all the in-ring stuff when like low you know because Woodley felt robbed and he was automatically talking about you know immediate rematch and all that stuff and then, and then Jake's like, because they had the gentleman's wager on the tattoo. There was a tattoo artist present that night. Whoever lost had to get the other. I love the other guy. Mm -hmm. So, so when Tyron was saying in the ring, you know, and then like uh, Logan's like, you know, jumping over, and he's like, making he's like faces, yeah. making faces, and he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, you're old news, fam. You're old news. Like get out of here, you know. And he was being a little. I'm like, all right, guy, relax, relax. Um, but they shook on it because because Jake ultimately was like he's like you get the I love Jake Paul tattoo on your leg right now sign a rematch right now and they shook on it in the ring so because the big thing about the uh, Tyson Fury's brother was that they were say that they were saying that that was like going to be the matchup the Thomas Fury if that's his name I don't know one the Fury fucking Nick Fury whoever you want uh, <laughs> that was what they wanted they wanted the Fury kid against Jake Paul and the, and a, a lot boxer. of it was like if Fury wins his match Jake Paul then that might be the next one. And and when Fury won, he was saying, calling out Jake Paul, but it's like, bro, that was a sloppy fucking boxing match, and he should have destroyed that guy. And he, he didn't. Have. So I don't want to see him and Jake. I do want to see him and Tyron again, because, yo, Tyron landed more damaging punches. At the end 100%. of that fight, Jake's entire face was red. I'm not saying that Jake didn't land good punches, but 
He also, Tyron was eating those shits. Like he he, he was also brushing them off. The guy almost through the ropes. Yes, yeah, but yeah. Well, that's what he said in the ring too. He's like he's like if those ropes weren't seven two, he's like you would have been through. Them. Yeah, but that's what kind of takes the enamor and fun away from boxing is because that's not how you score the match. Yeah, it's it's based on you can throw three punches and almost knock somebody out, and the other person can have no scratches on their face, and you could still lose. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. It's well, just, the, but I was surprised. I would have... I thought it was going to be 77-75, all three judges. I knew it was going to be a split decision. split decision. But was, when it got to the other judges, 78-74, that was kind of what threw me off. I, I did have Jake winning, but I had it... The first round, Paul threw 26 punches. Woodley only threw six. Uh, so obviously that round goes to Paul. Second round, Paul like had some nice combinations that were landing, so that goes to him. Third round... Uh, Woodley was, you know, he was landing some stuff, and at the bell, he he had that huge right that he hit him with. So that was like a swing round, but I probably would have given it to Woodley. Round four, I texted you, was all Woodley. That 100%. dude was, everything he hit him with was a bomb. Uh, round five was another swing one for me. Both of the guys were landing big shots. That's when uh, Woodley shaked off a big punch of Jake's, and then Jake started lick, licking his boxing gloves and shit. Uh, definitely an entertaining fight. Um, it was just hard to watch because I'm. I just want someone to put him in his place. Yeah, and he started. And then after that match, no, go ahead, finish. finish. No, 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 I was just saying. Um, it was I, six six two. I scored it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think I even give Tyrone three three rounds. It's the the problem is this the the the, the rounds that could go either way. It's like they're almost always going to go to the guy that's like more active because then 100%. by at that point you're going to forget. And that's how they score fighting. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, percentage-wise, they you know weren't too far off with the punching and the accuracy and stuff like that. But clearly, Paul threw a lot more um, punches. So I mean, that's going to win you a boxing match when you land more punches. If nobody hits, but it's the, like the there's got to be a like a humility at the end. Yep. Especially even after UFC, they they hate each other's guts. They talk about killing each other. Besides the Dustin Poirier and McGregor fight, yeah. most yeah, of the so, time um, at the end, yeah. they usually say, like, they show respect to each yeah. other. Well, by There's the, just no respect from this YouTuber. Yeah. Well, by the, the sixth round, I think, or maybe seventh round. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. The last round, they came out and touched gloves. So at that point, it was, you know. Because he knew he won. But, and, that, and that's the thing, too. I mean, Jay, I do believe Jake's probably a good dude. Um, and I think he is doing some good things for the so. sport. But he, he, he just knows how to play the villain like to a T because you see the respect in the ring and then you see the like a little bit of the showboating and stuff like that just for to fit the the bill and you yeah. know whatever but then it's like then when all that's over and the fighting's done then he goes right back to trolling yeah so and he just never turns it off unfortunately you know he probably would gain a little bit more respect and likability but out, I don't think he cares he called out the legends the Diaz brothers oh, now yeah. if well, you so I mean that's a if that's not the per I f Yo, McGregor can take a seat. Yeah. I will well, literally take, because he can't I will stand. take <laughs> Nick or Nate every day of the week yeah. versus Jake Paul because they are absolute savages Yeah, and they actually know how to box. Yeah. Well, hey, they, I mean, smoke, uh, they smoke two blunts and go on <laughs> six-mile runs and triathlons to condition. That's yeah. like a daily thing for them. So you, if you think that the Diaz brothers, calling them out is a real big mistake. And he did that at the end. But I also thought he said he was going to like, almost sounded like he was going to take a break for a bit. I mean, who, who knows? But eventually he's going to... I mean, he's getting paid, baby. Yeah, yeah. Eventually he's going to challenge the wrong guy. Or maybe not, because everything, like we see, it's like it's super calculated. So it's like anything... It's it, like him picking a fight is like buying 
buying something at like Marshall's. It looks good on the surface, but you're like, as soon as you're like looking for what's wrong with it, you yeah. know, you know that it's not there because it's perfect. Yeah. So Jake Paul and the TJ Maxx of boxing, uh, I'm sure we'll see him again, but uh, shout out Tyron Woodley. He looked real good, man. I really was impressed. Not that, it's not like the guy did came from like, he was a, a professional bowler and he looks like a good fighter. Yeah. Like he was, no, a, he's, he's a professional fighter, but it doesn't always translate to looking like a good boxer. And he, he I thought he did well. So we'll probably get a rematch. Who knows? Um, uh, but yeah, that's going to do it uh, for the fight night. And uh, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for listening this long. As always, we appreciate you week after week. Uh, we got a we got a fun episode next week. Uh, we have another one chip challenge, but it's with uh, not us because <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, we got uh, James and Kind Regards. AKA uh, Chrissy Crazy Legs, uh, they're going to come and have the chip and then they're going to stay and hang out and uh, I'm going to talk some snack about it. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. That's next week. Uh, make sure you're following us on the socials, um, Instagram at unofficial underscore pod. Email is hi at UI podcast. Um, all the links are for you as always every week. They're in the notes. They're in our bios. Um, drop us a line, send us an email, let us know. You know, give us something to talk about. Let us know if you want to fight Jake Paul. Yeah, throw your name into the ring. Why not? I mean, I'll take $10 million. To... Bro, I want to I do it, but there's no way it would happen. Well, maybe we'll make it happen. Hey, from your lips to God's ears. And on that note, uh, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Cheers. <laughs>